So the girl is out in the street selling drugs and wants to be a rap. Like, think about the whole. She wants to be a rapper. She's selling drugs. She out there to selling pay this for power. Her mother's surgery. Uh-huh. <laughs> she out here selling this power. When you when you like write, say you wrote this all down, it's pretty stupid. They actually <laughs> executed it pretty well. Jamie Foxx is an ex ranger who they experimented on trying to make a universal soldier. And because they experimented on him, when he nutted in his wife, he created (laughs) a superhuman baby. Yes. A superhuman baby. So his wife was like giving birth like this. And then the the superhuman baby girl comes out and she can heal people. Sorry, guys. Spoiler. (laughs) Man, guys. I mean, while we shooting this. I know this is going to come out later in the week, but we just got some um, bad news came in the line. Chadwick Boseman, one of those people where, um, you know, we, we, we reviewed movies with Chadwick Boseman in it. And um, an amazing talent. Didn't even know he had a family and a wife, but it seems like um, he's passed away from a, a battle with um, colon cancer. and Diagnosed in 2016. So filmed the movies while having surgery and chemotherapy. <sighs> Wow. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, we just going to try to keep this going for you guys. But um, today, we are here for a movie review. But let's kick it off. I'm no Justin, no peace. And I'm Lou Rivers. And we are the Loose Cannons Podcast. Because we sit down and we fire off our opinion on today's pop culture. What else? Politics. What else? Movies and TV and how they all intersect. And oh baby, today is our movie review yep. and TV review yep. because we're re- uh, reviewing the Netflix um, original Power Project. Project Power. Project Power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Project is. Yo, you don't want to give Netflix. I wrote no it respect, down wrong. Huh? Project Power and um, HBO original, or is it an HBO Max? HBO Max original. It's still gonna be an HBO original. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. We doing them in the same episode. I mean, uh, don't bother me. No. Yeah, I think we should do it in the same episode. Okay, so we're going to do Project Power and then first two episodes of Lovecraft uh, Country? That's right. Okay. All right, so um, <clears throat> when I was watching Limitless, I was, I mean, Project <laughs> Power. I can't with you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Ooh, Freudian slip. Freudian uh, slip. Oopsie. It definitely did feel like it. It definitely did. Come on, dog. It Come on. <laughs> they, they they package limitless just like okay. First thoughts. All right, yo, so first thing is, yo, all these movies being directed by two directors. You think we could do that? I would you love to do that. Who who was the two? Let's see what's this. Um Henry Juiced and uh-huh. Ariel Shulman. In- interesting. Okay, they Ariel Schulman did. Oh, I guess I guess they work together a lot. So oh, okay. They're known for directing um, Catfish, the movie, Paranormal Activity three and four. It's Catfish the movie. That's Neve's brother then. Yeah, I guess. No so. way. Neve's brother did this. Let me see. I gotta see these pictures. Hold on, guys. Yeah, his brother's Neve. 
Yeah, that's him. Okay. What? She went from catfish to this? Yep. Okay. And they did Nerve. I didn't see Nerve. Did you see Nerve? Um, no, I didn't see Nerve. They did Nerve together? Oh, actually, I did see Nerve. That was with Emma Roberts and Dave Franco. When, you know, there was like the social media movie. Uh-huh, yeah. Where you, you had to keep on upping the stakes. And, like, people would challenge you online. I think it was like Machine Gun Kelly's first movie. Uh, was it all right? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I liked it. Okay. Ariel right. Showman. Okay. Wow. Right? Okay. Catfish was in 2010 to this. Ten years later, he's doing a movie with Jamie Foxx and Jordan, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That ain't bad. That is not it. bad at all. Right? I that is it. not bad at all. All right. Yeah. So, um, what's your what, first thoughts? First thoughts. Okay. Uh, I, I did think Limitless. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Um... Newcomer Dominique Fish, Fishback. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know I wanted to say Fishburn so damn bad. I right? know. All right, Dominique Fishback. She should change uh, her name. She's really yo. Honestly, she's really good. She's uh, good in this. Very she good. was way better than I thought. Uh, filmed in uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. All right, for y'all out there, New yep. Orleans. Yep, okay. New Orleans. Um, movies based on. There's this new drug. Give you uh, superpowers. Yep. You don't know what your superpower what is. You don't though. know. Right, right, right. So you got to take it. It can go but wrong. It, but obviously, it's unstable. Yep. Uh, basically, the premise is Jamie Foxx is this guy looking for his daughter because he's one of the first guys taking it. Yep. But his daughter started uh, showing natural symptoms. Mm-hmm. So they start deriving a stable component out of, I guess, her blood or something yes. like that. So they snatch her up, and basically he's looking for her. And, I mean, I I like the idea. I mean, obviously, you know that I'm looking at these budgets, and I'm starting to think that what Netflix is doing is sending these money out to uh, different companies trying to get them started. Yeah. So you can see that they're on track to build up. So I kind of, I like this idea. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not as polished as a blockbuster would be. No, of course not. That's, that's the only thing. So, but I mean, honestly, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it was a little fun movie. I'm glad I have Netflix to watch it and I don't have to pay anything extra. for Yeah. It. You feel different if this was a popcorn $50 date movie. Right. 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 So this, because this is a, Hey, you got Netflix already. It's included. I'm gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> this is going to be the best Friday night in a while. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So, um, the entertainment value, like, you already know I like Jamie Foxx as an actor. I'm waiting for this Mike Tyson movie to come out. I'm excited for that. You know, um, I I am a big fan of Joseph Gordon-Levitt and what he brings. Uh, it was different. I mean, as far as concepts, some of the filming I really did enjoy the fight scene in the basement or wherever. Just the difference of perspective, like not quite all hand-to-hand combat. You're kind of inside the bubble at the same time, witnessing what's happening outside. I hated that. What? Hated it. What? It was different. It was different. I'll give you that. It was different. What? But I hated it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I like, I like, I, I say, hold it tight. Just give us a nice wide, 
and do the real action. That's 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 like always going to get me. I enjoyed the fact that it was different because the first thing I thought was, oh, the, you know, they ain't got enough money for a choreographer. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. It was like, okay, so we're going to cut, cut, cut. Jamie, I need you to yell and go, ah! <laughs> and then we're going to cut, cut, cut. Jordan, you go, ah! and then <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Let me explain to you why I liked it so much. Right? Okay. I liked it because I was thinking, oh, yo, that's something that we could do if we ever have to do. This is definitely <laughs> something that we can do. Oh, like, we, we don't need no choreographer or nothing. I was yeah. like, this is good right here. It's like, okay, so we film it inside so they don't understand why they can't see it, so they really don't see much of it, and then it just like, hides it all. It's busy over here, it's but busy what's going here. on, you know? That's right, that's right. Yeah. Okay, all right. There was I still understand. some budget for that CGI. See, yeah. uh, uh, some of it got too, like, it, it's still fun, and that's the thing about this movie. It's still fun. Right. Don't get me wrong. But it could have been more, you know, it, it, it had the, you know, the groundings to be a little something more, you know, like right. they kind of just went a little, the full <laughs> fireball machine gun Kelly, just like turning into a whole fireball. All right. So this is the whole thing. What I'm starting to think is, yo, they really like as much as we think they got budgets for this for stuff like this. I don't think they really got budgets for this. Like if you think about like a real fight scene, like all right, think about fight scenes that have that need the CGI. You need it pre-planned perfectly. Yeah, you ain't. There's only a handful of guys who could probably really orchestrate that. That's true. So then I just be thinking they're they're working on John Wick three and four. So they got the (laughs) they got the next crew. Right. Yep. They like, yeah. Uh, so it's like you get a contractor and the guy goes, I could do it for you, but it's going to be a thousand dollars, but it's not going to uh-huh. be exactly what it is, uh-huh. but it's going to be close enough. Uh huh. That's, that's, that's what you, you get. You some got. old guy coming with cigar. Now, now come at me. Now come yeah. at me. <laughs> now come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, at, come on at me. It's like, man. It's like the Dolomite version. <laughs> of- Yeah, it was definitely. <laughs> like, why are you falling out? That couldn't have hurt that bad. It could not have hurt that bad. But you know what? They camouflaged it well because it was yeah. there was a lot of things going on, and man, was there a lot of colors in this movie. Yeah. And normally, I enjoy a lot of colors. I was kind of inundated. I felt yeah. like I. F- I'm not surprised it's the people who did nerve. And I'm not surprised that they're newer filmmakers because right. they this was the movie that they were like, yo, we're going to give them everything we got. Right. We're going to do everything in this. Mm-hmm. Does the story work? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Like, like thinking about sci-fi, like, action movies now. Yeah, I mean. Kind I'm, of. I, it kind of reminded me, like this story is like like Looper. You seen Looper? Yeah. Like, and I like the premise of Looper and yeah. everything. But there's you could always find like some hole in the plot, and yes. you're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, I see it. That's that's exactly how I took it. You know. But a wet jacket, a wet jacket killed Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, a wet jacket. <laughs> He had a sawed-off shotgun. None of that worked. He had a wet jacket, and that killed Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, you know, you, you know, <laughs> a shower. He, he 
He was his weakness was water. He was fire, so his weakness was water. Yo, you get it? You know, he was going drown in a puddle, like Unbreakable Man. Okay, but there were some things that were just a little. Okay, when Joseph Gordon Levitt was like, "Give me your cell phone," and he ran after the vehicle and just right attached the phone, like nobody was looking back, like nobody was looking in any of the mirrors to see him. I didn't say it was perfect. Because <laughs> honestly, when I watched that, I was just like, man, that's some bullshit, but I... Yeah, like, yeah. I was just like... Give me your Skytel pager. Right. Like, come on. Like, that was a little... Like, yeah, well, like, when he came in, he didn't even get wet. And he you in the towel. I was just... I, but what? I mean... I don't know, man. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt, though. He gave it. He gave it eighty five. They did as best as they could in their yeah. performances. The actors did the best. They did the best. It just wasn't that much to it. Like the movie just wasn't that much. But it wasn't supposed to be that much. This is supposed to be a movie that's just you sit down. There's fire. There's gunshots. There's a little bit of story. There was supposed to be some sadness. That they fell short with the whole like you know fatherless figure. Like that was a little. Well, I, she I didn't that, fall like for him like that. It, it just happened. I, I think that that's why Netflix needs to build up their studios. Mm. And if they can start, look, go to Disney route. Yeah. Start acquiring these studios that are doing what they're doing. You mm. know. And the whole thing is, is that then you got your own CGI department. You yeah. got your own. All right, now whoever, whatever studios is working for you and doing this. All right, we have you the resources stuff. you need. Yeah. Right. We got this. You know. And I mean, maybe they are doing this stuff and their people just ain't there yet, you know? Yep. But if they don't do it quick, you know, Amazon snatching them up. <laughs> Amazon snatching those jokers up. So the girl is out in the street selling drugs and <laughs> wants to be a rapper. Like, think about the whole... She wants to be a rapper. She's selling drugs. She out there selling this power. for her mother's surgery. Uh-huh. <laughs> Out here selling this power. When you when you like write, if say you wrote this all down, it's pretty stupid. They actually <laughs> executed it pretty well. Jamie Fox is an ex ranger who they experimented on trying to make a universal soldier, and because they experimented on him when he nutted in his wife, he created <laughs> a superhuman baby. A superhuman baby. So his wife was like giving birth like this. <laughs> and then the it looked like aliens. And then the superhuman baby girl comes out and she can heal people. Sorry That's... guys, spoiler. <laughs> and, you know, and then it's just like the producer, you know, all the Netflix execs were like, right, tell us more. Tell, tell us. More. Ooh, ooh. Tell okay. they, they were just like, hurry up because we got cuties in the other room. <laughs> We gotta oh. go do cuties in the other oh, room. Oh, it's Hurry a wet up. jacket. What kind of jacket? Oh, an army green. Oh, <laughs> we love it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, what else? Okay. Oh, right. we're gonna get that Spanish guy. What's his name? Cause he's always in something. Which 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 one? The guy who played the um the bad guy. The bad guy who um was selling oh, the drugs at the beginning. Oh uh, man, I can't. He was he was um. What's his name in 300? Um, people don't realize that was that's probably the role I remember him most. His name is Rodrigo Santoro. Yes. 
Yes, yes, he was in three hundred thirty-three. Ben Hur, he's he stays in something. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's oh, that no. guy. He is that guy. Oh, okay. This was my problem too. Why they do my boy Courtney B. Vance like that? Yo, yo, he had like. Um, he was too busy uh, filming Lovecraft Country. So Yo, he- <laughs> I'm in and out. I'm gonna just show up, set it up to. Be- I knew he was obviously in on it. Right. Set it up to be a significant part, but nothing ever gets fleshed out. Nothing. He never pops back up. I'm gonna have to take this up with the chief. So I think that this is when having a good director. Like, and not taking anything away from these dudes, but this is when you go, okay, we casted this guy for this role. Let's insert him later on in the script because we got him Uh here now, you Uh know, and you working with the writers to like fill in something else where he shows up at the ship or something, you know, like something. I don't know. I don't know. Let's, 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 let's but, but the thing is, I actually, I did enjoy watching it. Yes, it was it was action packed, ridiculous and all. Yeah. I enjoy watching it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I enjoy watching it because it on the surface it doesn't work, and potentially with other people it may be worse. Like you know, like oh, I think, I, I like it could be. Think. This could really be a bad movie, and it didn't turn out to be a bad movie. No, I th- I. After watching a bunch of Netflix movies, mm-hmm. this is the better of the bad ones. You know, like this is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And because of the cast and because of the graphics, the the budget basically. Yep. It's pushed it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, to make it a middle of the pack a show. movie. You know. Yeah. What you gave it? Oh. Uh... What'd you really give it? <laughs> Dog, I mean, it's a no. You 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 looking like we are on uh, American Idol? Uh, that's a that's a no for me, dog. It's a two for two point five, dog. Okay, all right. Okay. It's like it's a it it's doable. It's like uh, you know, like when you hungry and there's nothing else to eat, but this whatever this is, you know, and it's like all right, I'll eat this. Okay. You know, and it, it like it did what food is supposed to do. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like it, it yeah, did what I it was do. hungry. Yeah, I was I'm not hungry. hungry anymore. I, that's it, that's it. I wanted was to watch good? something. I don't need to watch anything anymore. Like you know, it's like it, it, it filled me up. I can't say that I'm like you know I'm suggesting people to this restaurant. You know, right? I, what I'm saying is the bathroom was dirty. The bathroom right. was dirty. <laughs> But the waitress was nice, you know. Man. Like this, this was this was it. There was some pros and some cons. There was know? some pros and some cons. Okay, um, I was going between a two and a two and a quarter and a two and a half. Uh huh. I'm gonna settle on two and a quarter. Like as we continue speaking, I was going two and a quarter, maybe yeah. two. So. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt because it's Corona and it's 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. That Stop. that sounds good. I mean, Jamie Foxx can't really ask much of us 
Um, we're going to support you, Jamie. We're going to be out there that Mike Tyson movie, but this wasn't it. Jamie got the bag on this. He got a little change. I'm pretty oh, sure. He, Net, I know he did. There's probably a deal coming with it with Netflix. They like, listen, you and you and Gordon do this, and then you know we got you. Whatever you want to do, you know. Plus, we'll buy the Jamie Foxx show. You get some residuals from that. We're gonna air that in September or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll, we'll put you on. We get a little little more coin. You know Yo, what I mean? I, th- I think the smart thing for them, like for me, the movie may have been better with less CGI. Yes, it would have been better with less CGI. No, no flame on. No, that that big blob thing that ended up happening. All of that was like unnecessary. I was gonna say that first scene was like a third of the budget right there. Cut that it out. Get more guns. Right. I don't know. No. Well, you know, listen. But then again, it's like, was the old guards budget that much bigger? Did Charlize bring that much more money? No, like, and that's the whole thing. It was probably the same budget just based on the fact that it wasn't as much CGI. Yeah. And they probably were traveling. That's probably the only thing that was like the bump in the budget right there. Should have cut all that fire shit out. Yep. Should Jamie Jamie should have jumped on the old guard. Jamie should have jumped on the old guard. They should do do the sequel. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a 2.5 guys. Listen, it's still worth a watch. It's on Netflix. If you, you got, got Netflix, else. watch it. If you got Netflix, watch. I don't. If you don't got Netflix, <laughs> don't get Netflix to watch it. Nah, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. Just use somebody else's joint because this is not something that you like. I gotta see this. This is like, oh, did you see it? Cool. Right. Let's laugh right. about it later. This is one of those movies that Jamie's gonna like. And after doing the Mike Tyson and getting an award for it, he was like, I did Mike Tyson after doing a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me help people out. This was way better than Stealth. Oh, way for better sure. than stealth. For sure. If anybody's worried, for this sure. is way better than stealth. For sure. All right. All right, Joe. Um, Lovecraft New Country. Show. New, New show. New show. HBO. HBO, HBO Max. If you have HBO, you get access to HBO Max. Yes. There's a lot of stuff on HBO Max, dog. Yeah. So I found Criterion Channel movies. I don't know if you're familiar with the oh, Criterion really? movies. Yeah, you Obviously, yeah. you've been telling me. So if you go into the HBO Max and then you look through, um, they have Turner Classic Movies. Uh-huh. In that Turner Classic Movie section, there's a bunch of Criterion movies, including some Akira Kurosawa. So we might be talking about some some Akira Kurosawa on this channel, guys, because we got that okay. Criterion access. All right. There was a movie that I watched already, and it was very good. I suggest you go watch it. I think you should watch it. It's a French film. It's called um, Les Samurai. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. Good. It's not. A, it's not a samurai film. It's supposed to deal with the samurai fo- um, lore, and it's mm-hmm. kind of the way they film it. You get this kind of fi- uh, feeling when they when they shoot it like um, Western a samurai film, but um, right. it's about an assassin. I really enjoyed it. It's a French. I may film. watch it tonight. Watch, watch it. it tonight. Uh, but Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country, right? So. We're two episodes in, guys, and I know by the time this comes out, we're going. Uh, episode three is going to be already out, but um, this is our recap. So episode one, You're going not- into this, I actually was hearing stuff about it. What made me interested was um, Van Lathan had talked about Journey Smollett, and he said mm-hmm. that she's killing the game. And so I'm like, listen, I want to see what she's doing over this. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, but I wanted to, a quick plug. One of my first days ever acting on set. Yeah, I uh, was with Journey. Get out of here! Yeah, yo. What? Yeah, we. I think we was in part of the same agency or something, uh-huh. and got the same gig, and it was the beginning. I was, I don't know, six maybe seven. That's crazy. Yeah, man, crazy small world, dog. I know. I'm trying to get all these old pictures from me on like sets and stuff like that. That'd be dope. Mad crazy. That's but anyways, crazy. gone. I'm sorry. So sorry. Yeah. So he was talking about her performance, and I said, "Well, let me see what's going on because I I know him from Eve Bayou, and mm-hmm. obviously other things subsequent after that. I didn't get a chance to see Underground. Now we must say that this young lady who wrote this show, Lovecraft Country, uh, Misha Green, Misha Green, she also mm-hmm. wrote um Underground. Okay. Um, this show is produced by J.J. Abrams and right. um, Jordan Peele. I don't know whose hands it got into first, how it originally got there. Hopefully Jordan Peele because, you know, uh, mm-hmm. J.J. Abrams stuff is a little for me. Yeah. So so it's uh, it's based on a book called Lovecraft Country mm-hmm. um, written by Matt Ruffin. Matt Ruff. Matt, Matt Ruff. Ruff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never heard of the book, but it's all over Barnes & Nobles now. Um, interesting premise. Dude comes home from um, what war is he coming home from? Is it, um, I want to say Vietnam. Is it is a Vietnam vet coming home to Chicago? Um, because he gets a letter while he's there from his father saying that he needs his help and um that he needs him to come get him. And right. he kind of gives him a location of where he is and connecting it to um his mother's people right and he gives him the location where he is so he comes back to get himself together in chicago and then go to search out for his father and on that journey his uncle goes with him and um a childhood friend paid by um journey smollett and this whole thing unravels into this interesting world because we are in um the jim crow south heavy Mm -hmm. segregation and we're not only met with every segregation and that evil, but we're met with the evil of monsters and ghouls and wizards and um and uh what do you call it? Uh secret societies. Yes. Which all sounds interesting. This that that's just a lot to go on. So it's just like it's so much I have to check it out. What did you think about the first episode? First episode I loved uh I had to watch it twice because uh-huh. you know me, I'm big on character building. So mm-hmm. I got to see mm-hmm. how they're developing the characters. Yeah. And um, it's really good to see how they have Jonathan, Jonathan Majors who plays Tick and um, giving the perspective of the other uh, characters in the story and how they now see Tick now that he's returned yeah. compared to who he was when, when he, he left. left. Yeah. Right. So you have this basic like, premise of past and present yep. and who he is now yep. and you can tell that he's got this love for the stories that his mother or his father have told to him over the over time yep. and it shows from the beginning because he's waking up from this dream he has from different characters that yeah he's had throughout his life yep. so um definitely loved the character development of obviously uh tech jonathan majors and Letty's coming home. It's like mm-hmm. a whole big thing about 
everyone's going somewhere. Yes. And now they have this journey together because it just benefits them all to go together. Yes. So, and that's pretty much where it leads us down this road where it's like, oh, we're in Jim Crow America. Mm-hmm. And it's like all this, all these things are happening at one point and then throws you into the fire of fantasy yes. and ghouls and whatever. And you're just like, what in the, oh, what oh, is okay. going on? Right. I, I kind of like those worlds. I kind of like those worlds. I like them a little more when they're grounded in reality. Um, yes. One of the shows that it, it, it kind of harpens back to um, is um, it makes me think about loss. Obviously, that's co- uh, connected with J.J. Abrams. And it makes me think about um, there was a show on HBO. I forgot. Uh, the Leftovers. Yeah. Uh, written by David Lindelof. And um that had a pattern of like it always kept you like what is going to happen what is happening what world are we in but it didn't have you know the magic and mystique you know it was more spiritual and cerebral but when you bring the magic and mystique in it can go awry you know Mm -hmm. um but the first episode grabbed me in Mm -hmm. i was excited to see the second one especially the 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 um the the finale like you know the last 15 minutes of you know everything culminating and them trying to survive this night um where they got all those flares i don't know but it doesn't matter you know they're trying to survive this night and they're, you know meeting with the police officers and what that all turns to and these uh magical beasts that um eating them all uh which I'm not sure the beasts were going to eat them. Now that I now that we've seen the second episode, that the beasts are somewhat under control of um, yeah. the individuals, so they probably weren't going to eat them. But um, you know, I digress. But it was it pulled me in. It definitely pulled me in because I was like, I want to see. I'm I'm glad to see something different. Let's right. see something you know outrageous, over the top, something totally different. Um. I did enjoy the use of music. I understood that, you know, it made sense because in underground, they use contemporary music, mm-hmm. which I didn't really watch underground. I only seen some of it, but they use contemporary music in underground, even though it was, you know, uh, um, during slavery and this, they were trying to use contemporary music, but then it started to change some of the pieces. It was kind of a weird mixture, but there were parts that were really enjoyable. Love Courtney B. Vance. Yeah. Love him. Uh, Jonathan Majors, very good. Journey. Love, uh, his movies are pretty good. Last Black Man in San Fran? No? He's enjoyable. The, movie, <laughs> the movie's beautiful. I don't know what's happening. I, I just okay. don't. The story just doesn't work for me. Okay, the movie no shot beautiful. <laughs> It just doesn't work for me. All right. And his yeah. whole combination at the end, it just doesn't work. But you know, I digress. Episode one, sincerely enjoyed. I was excited for episode two. Yes. Episode two was good. Episode Different. two was partly stupid. it was it was but it was stupid enough for me to want to watch episode three and this we're going to go through episode two episode two (laughs) 
brought us into the world, right? It brought it brought us deeper into this world. Right. Deep, deep into this world of magic and now secret societies. Right. Their problem is they have to do a good job of balancing this fantasy world with this racist world. That's Very crazy. difficult. Yeah. But Very the thing cool. is, I, I'm reading reviews of the book and some of the people saying that the book it's, fell short. Mm-hmm. They're like, we love the premise, but it falls short because maybe it's too many things. I think, see, listen, racism and secret societies is probably enough. Ra- <laughs> you know, racism and magical beasts is probably enough. It's kind of hard to just bring them all together. Now, yeah. but... I, go ahead, go ahead. They sell me. Uh-huh. Like the president sold me, what's his name? You know, uh, Fitz sold me. (laughs) The dude from Scandal? Yes. I'm like, okay, okay. Fitz is selling me on this secret society stuff. And I'm liking the hints. I'm liking the interaction. I'm liking the misogyny. I'm like, yes, he's treating the daughter horrible. Like this was the time. This makes sense. So like her motive and all of these things are coming together. The motives are why the son is there. All of that came together. It made sense. But the magical stuff just kind of like the robes was a little too Harry Potterish looking. Like, you know, like <laughs> it, it kind of brought me just a little bit out. It didn't do enough for me to just stay so emotionally invested. Right. It had great elements. Mm-hmm. Great, great elements. I'm interested in seeing more because I. The one thing it is able to do is get you to want to see what happens next. Okay. Very good at that. Right. Leaving you cliffhangers yes. good enough. Am yeah. I happy with all of the execution? No. Okay. The creepy white guy who is the potential boyfriend of the girl who's just like, <laughs> they will say you don't belong here, but you do. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, yo, man, relax. You're the help. Get out of here. The convenience <laughs> of um, Courtney B. Fance finding the book bylaws. Right. Like, did he find it? Did someone leave it there on purpose? Did the dude, right. I, I think we're supposed to assume they left it there on purpose. Someone's helping. Right. Yes, because it's all the books are there. Who's leaving? Who's leaving these cues? Now, before, because I'm probably going get, to get too far ahead. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I, I'm in I'm in the same boat where I feel like I can see the difficulty of balancing everything, mm-hmm. but I would want to talk about this later. But successful or not, this is a necessary story mm. because one thing that like I've always heard for like the last couple of years, especially with someone like Donald Glover coming up. And speaking about that there's no place for the black nerd. Mm, true. Yeah. So this makes me think of like all the kids who, like you said, love Harry Potter. Yeah. There's nothing for the minority yeah. who likes Harry Potter. That's you know true. what I mean? That's true. And so it probably fits their demo perfectly. Right. Exactly. And I feel like HBO is taking a page out of Netflix book where it's just like, this may not be good on some broadcast channel or something they're not going to get enough watches but something where a cult following exactly this is something where people are going to and if people don't know one of the biggest uh platforms that 
HBO Max stood on was when they released, they released the first eight Harry Potters again mm. on uh, Time Warner. So it was just like, okay, th- it was like one of the first series, like, oh, you can watch all eight at one time. And that's never been done. This so. eight? Yeah. I crazy. still haven't watched The Lord of the Rings, dog. You haven't watched The Lord of the Rings? I have them on DVD. I have them on Blu-ray. You want me to tell you something crazy? Go. I didn't watch Lord of the Rings until um, the last one came out, and I went to the movie theater and watched all of them. Oh, one really? Time. You... Yeah. Someone someone got me to go, and okay. I was like, I ain't never going to watch that. And I'm going like, to watch them all. I was like, all right. I got them on Blu-ray because they were cheap, and I was like, yeah, I think... <laughs> I was like, I should watch this because people love this and I want to see, you know, what they love about it. I just haven't got around to it. I hated the idea and the premise. Hated it. Mm. It was well done. It was well done? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it was the same with, like, Game of Thrones. I was just like, this ain't even my genre. I'm not going to yep. watch this. And then two seasons later and I just started watching the first season. I was like, oh, this is pretty Execution good. is everything. Yeah. So the Walking Dead was like that. I didn't think I was going to be that interested in The Walking Dead. Until I heard about the um, the dynamic between um, Rick and um, and Shane and that whole thing that they were building, I was like, ooh, and then I yeah. just fell into it. Because it makes it so that that's just part of the story. It's not like the whole zombie thing is not the story. Yeah, and that's not. what we usually get out yep. of movies, where yep. it's like whatever genre you're watching, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And now we want pieces in which it's yeah. acting, this real life, it's regular life. It's a psychological examination. It's doing the same right. thing Lord of the Flies was trying to do with the idea of, you know, what would people do if, you know, how do they rebuild society and what does it look like in children, you know? Um, right. So that's why I kind of like Lovecraft Country, where it's just like, uh, I'm not into fantasy, I'm not into this. But knowing that this is like real life dynamics, like yeah. okay, I, I can see yep. being part of a, a, a heritage in which you know you're a product of what has happened in the past. Yeah, and without explaining what I'm talking about, but you understand. Yeah, but that whole thing where it's like it's regular life. It's two people. Th- yep. There's nothing more common than you speaking to somebody. Yeah. So. It's that. not a bad show. It's actually it's a show that I would suggest that people actually go and check out because it's um th- it's a real challenging thing to battle all these genres and merge them together. Right. And I think that they're doing an all right job. But the you know, I was going to buy the book and start reading it, but I don't want to know where the story goes because right. I want to follow this journey even though it may be very different from the book or maybe not. Now, what was surprising was the ending of episode two. Because episode two felt like it would have been something that happened at the end of the season. Right. So it really throws you off because it's like, so where is this story going? This is just the setup? Like, this is like the League of Shadows? Like, you know, this is just the setup. And we haven't even mentioned that. Michael L. Williams plays his father, and that was like the great reveal. In the great reveal. And that's something people would have stretched out for. So for that to happen in episode two, which I'm assuming this probably has at least eight episodes. We got yeah, six I, episodes. I think now. it's going to be ten. Ten. Where is this story going to go? And I'm very excited to see where this story is going to take us because that was a that's a that's a big thing. And technically, like if I look at it, what would have traditionally been an ending is now a full two episode setup 
because right. we get more of the story and we know the origin and they lead us to believe that there's more of these people out here. There's more chapters and mm-hmm. how is that all going to merge and coming together and who survived? I usually like to give a show three episodes before I try to make like a hard yes mm-hmm. or a hard no. So yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued so far. Yeah. We'll see on Sunday how this goes. Intrigued is the right word. Intrigued yeah. is the right word. Um, for anybody who may go ahead and stumble upon it, please let us know what you think. Word. Please tell us that you like it or not. Check it out. Listen, a lot of people at home, HBO Max, Lovecraft Country, you only got two episodes to start if you haven't started. Um, if you guys are watching with us, listen, let us know what you think in the comments. Did you enjoy the show? Did you enjoy episode one and two? What are you guys feeling about it? Where are you guys so far? I'm going to ride it out. Right now, I've seen enough to say, if we weren't reviewing this, I've seen enough to say, you know what? I want to know what happens next week. And right. I think that's probably triumphant for these um, producers and writers. Like, you know. I'm invested. Yes. And you know what? It, it Because I like, see, you know what it also feels like? It feels Twin Peakish. And you know, I wasn't even, I was late to the original Twin Peaks. I haven't even seen all of the original Twin Peaks show. I start, I watched it when it was recreated um, yeah. on Fox. So like knowing what that feeling was about, like, you know, being kind of lost in the world for a couple of episodes, lost in what's going on and things could totally surprise you. I kind of like that roller coaster sometimes. So, um, hopefully it doesn't doesn't disappoint any further. No, but, I have um, faith. I got faith. Let's go. I mean, Jonathan Majors, Jerry Smollett, this is kind of a big deal, and Courtney B. Van, well. Courtney B. Vance and Michael L. Williams. Yes. Michael L. Williams. So... We're going to be back on this next week, y'all. Okay. What movie are we doing gonna, next week? What movie I was going to say, you, by the time they hear this, we're going to be back on this this week. <laughs> You're right. Um, uh, what do you feel like? Guys, uh, what's, what's new? the movie theaters are back open, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Bill and Ted. Bill, Bill and Ted, Ted is out. out next week? It came out last week. What? It came out, it came out yesterday. Yeah. The twenty. Sorry, the 28th. For everyone. So the 28th, and we got Tenet early on the 31st. Now, that's not the initial, that's not the initial launch date. It actually launches on, like, Friday, on Thursday or something like that. That's the initial release date. So Bill and Ted and Tenet. Um, Let us know what you guys want us to review next. Sounds good. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Tenet if we can only do one. Cutthroat City is out, too. Okay. All right. That's that RZA movie. Um, it look good, right? It does look good. Okay, got Wesley Snipes in it. Okay, Wesley paying taxes. He can. You got listen. Got to got to get that money. But until then, guys, I'm no Justin, no peace, and I'm Lou Rivers, and we are the Loose Cannons Podcast because we sit down and we fire off our opinions on today's pop culture. What else? Politics. What else? Movies and TV and how they all intersect. Oh no, baby. Oh, baby. Did we have a good episode today for you guys? Oh, yes, we did. To this week, guys. Monday and Wednesday, we had the social media review on Monday. And today, which is releasing on Wednesday, our movie review. Okay. But uh, until then, guys, we out. Peace. Peace.